This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good morning and thank you for joining us for this morning's program. My name is Mike Flick. I'm the pastor of Bible Baptist Church. Over the next several weeks, you're going to hear an edited version of a sermon that was preached in our church in March of 2023. The title of the sermon is called, God is Better Than That. 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 17. As the pastor of the church, sometimes you do have to say things that maybe some in the church wouldn't like to hear, but that's my job as the pastor is to feed the flock, not to coddle the flock. Not to babysit the flock, but to feed the flock. And sometimes you don't get the ice cream, sometimes you get the, the broccoli. And, and I, I hope that there's a couple sweet parts to what I have to say today. I do want to help. I am trying to help, but it might be a little bit of broccoli at the same time. 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 17, <clears throat> Paul says to this church, Now in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not, that ye come together... Not for the better, but for the worse. I want to preach to you for a few minutes today a sermon called, God is Better Than That. Have you ever said to somebody, maybe you've thought this about somebody, they say something, do something, and you think, you're better than that. You ever thought that? Think, oh, come on, man, you're better than that. Maybe you have thought that about yourself. You have let someone down. And you've thought about yourself, about your behavior, you've thought that person deserves better than that. When we look at the church in the Bible, the book of Acts, you look at the high standard that church had. And it was a high standard. You look at the fervency, the zeal, the love, the unity, the peace, That church set the standard very high. They took it very seriously. And then when you get to this portion of Scripture and you see the Corinthian church not coming together for the better, but for the worse, you have to think, come on, guys. You're better than that. And at the same time, I think it would be fitting to look at that church and say, Corinthians, you know That God is better than that. The attention, the effort, the passion, the zeal for the house of God. And by the way, the Bible says Jesus was eaten up with zeal for the house of God. John chapter 2. So I'm not saying anything from my own personal perspective today. That's That's a Jesus thing. We could tell the Corinthians, come on church. God is better than that. We ought to, and I think this verse spells it out nicely, we ought to come together for the better. You ought to leave better than how you came. Amen? In the book of Ezekiel, you read about a millennial temple. A temple will be built when Jesus comes. And the Bible says that if somebody enters in by the north gate, they're not allowed to go out at the north gate. If you come in in the north, you have to go out of the south gate. The Bible says there, he shall not return by the way whereby he came, but shall go forth over against it. You can't go out the way you came in. That's the rule for the house of God. 
That is a good rule for the house of God. You're not allowed to come in the way you, or to leave the way you came in. Now, you do have a choice. You can leave for the worse. The Corinthians did. But the will of God is you step in and things get a bit better. When I was a young man, from the age of four to the age of eight, I coughed every day, all day. My teacher had to send me home from school sometimes because I was disruptive to the class, not intentionally, mind you, but I would cough so much, I could not stop. My dad took me to every doctor and every hospital you could imagine. He had moving boxes filled with pills and liquids, medicines. At one point, they took me to a special hospital and I had to have 44 injections in my left arm, but I couldn't get them all in one day, obviously. I had to go back, I think six or seven weeks in a row, and I had to get these inspitings, right? These shots, these injections in my arm. It, it took several weeks because once they introduce the medicine, it has to build in your system. You're not going to expect to go into that hospital, get one shot, and walk out and everything's fixed. It's going to take several weeks and you cannot miss a week. Because the medicine builds on itself. It is a booster system. Now the end of that story is I never got better. Because of those injections. They never helped. I actually got worse. You, it is possible to go to a church... And if you got the wrong doctor, given the wrong diagnosis, and giving you the wrong medicine, you can walk away worse than how you came. But if, if it is the right doctor giving you the right medicine with the right diagnosis, then still more, if you do not go for all the doses, you're still not going to get any better. At best, you will remain the same. Does that make sense? It's a booster system. See, I'm here for three out of four services. Yeah, but then the medicine is not going to take full effect. Say, but I, I supplemented. I went to church online. Number one, that's impossible. It cannot be done. But number two, God, is, God leads the pastor of a church to feed that flock. And, and there's a certain momentum that builds in each local church. And if you miss one of those doses, you're, you're, you're losing the momentum of the medicine. And it's not going to work. The Corinthian church, as you can see, coming together for the worse. What was making them worse? Verse 18, for first of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it. Paul said, there's a lot of rumors going around about that church. You guys just keep fighting about everything. And we know in the book, in the first few chapters, they were dividing on who's your favorite preacher? Which podcast do you listen to? Whose YouTube channel do you subscribe to? You know, that kind of stuff. Who's the better preacher? They were fighting over who had the better spiritual gifts. Who has more spiritual gifts? They were dividing over doctrine. Some of them had bad teaching bad doctrine, verse 19, for there must be also heresies among you, 
that they which are approved may be made manifest among you. So when you find out there's a bad teaching being circulated, you need to investigate it. Who's saying that? And then it needs to be made manifest. The the pastor has to stand up and deal with that and say, so-and-so said this, but that's not right. And there were divisions because some of them, even in the Corinthian church, stopped believing in the resurrection, which is a, a fundamental of the faith. And they were dividing over that. But it wasn't just divisions that was causing this church to go bad instead of getting better. Verse 20, when you come together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. Guys, the the focal point, the the middle bint of of the church service is not the nachmal. It's not the Lord's Supper. They were making it the big deal. Do you know there are churches in this world today that still make that the big deal? That's the reason they go to church. Not against the Nachmal. I think we should do the Lord's Supper. We do. We'll take it in a few weeks. We'll have it again. But that's not the focal point of the service. We don't come together to do that. You know why they were getting worse and not better? They were emphasizing the wrong things. They were putting too much emphasis on things that were not that important. Verse 21, for in eating, everyone taketh before other his own supper. And one is hungry, and another is drunken. They were bringing their food to church. And because they ate in church, they called it the Lord's Supper. You can bring your bourgeois to church. That doesn't bless the vores. <laughs> They're just vores. It doesn't matter if you braai by the or braai by the kerk. It's not the braai. <laughs> They were doing, listen to this, they were doing carnal things and calling them spiritual and therefore tricking themselves into thinking we have accomplished something for the Lord just because you put the Lord's name on it. You might just be doing a carnal thing using spiritual words, thinking you're getting better, but you're not. Verse 22, what? Have you not houses to eat and to drink in? Watch this phrase, or despise ye the church of God and shame them that have not. What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? I praise you not. So they would bring the food. Some people would have plenty to eat and eat too much, plenty to drink and drink too much and actually get drunk in church while the other guy sitting next to him had nothing. Paul says, you honestly think that I'm going to praise you because you brought your food to church and called it the Lord's Supper? Are you serious? Notice what he said in the middle of the verse, or despise ye the church of God. I'm going to ask you, are you perhaps despising the church? So what do you mean? Let let me give you a a definition, to, to despise something means to regard it as negligible. You say, that English is too much. All right, let me break it down even farther. What does it mean to be negligible? So small or unimportant or of so little consequence as to warrant little to no attention. To treat the church as negligible, no big deal, small, unimportant, little consequence, so that you don't pay attention while you're here. Paul said, are you really going to despise the church of God like that? Listen, God is better than that. The house of God is better than that. They, if I can say it this way, were taking it lightly. 
They were taking it lightly. Thank you for following along so far to this sermon entitled, God is Better Than That. We hope that you can join us next week for the continuation of this sermon. In the meantime, if you would like to reach out to us, you'll find our contact details at bbcpotch.com. You can also follow our YouTube channel, Bible Baptist Potch. This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.